0: Oh, that's right, folks. Welcome to this week's Truth in a Thousand Words or Less. Uh, And if I can gather anything from this week's Facebook uh, responses to my post from earlier this week, this is going to be a doozy. Oh, yeah, there's going to be a little controversy over this one. Uh, And it's funny because obviously a lot of times uh, Truth in a Thousand Words or Less is dedicated to uh, politics, social issues, etc., um, and only rarely do I get around to the subject of sports, and usually only when it's um, predicated on the notion of how sports is tied into society at large. Um, but earlier this week, uh, as a Patriots fan, I posted about Tom Brady, and holy shitballs, the internet like blew up, um, and uh, the maelstrom of... Um, The absolute firestorm of criticism uh, that started coming back was uh, overwhelming. Uh, And with that, uh, when you write a when you write a column uh, that's meant to be thought provoking and controversial, uh, nothing tells you that you've hit you've hit like a hot button topic, like getting that kind of feedback. So. With that in mind, um, here is my truth about why Tom Brady is the GOAT, the greatest of all time. Uh, And by the way, um, if you want to deny that shit, feel free to email me, um, respond. I'm happy to uh, tell you why you're absolutely wrong. And so with that, love him or hate him, Brady's the GOAT. So I'm going to start this week's Truth in a Thousand Words or Less with a disclaimer. I am a lifelong New England Patriots fan, so go ahead and hate me right now. I I totally get it. At least I'm not some bandwagon junkie hopping on board the Patriots Express in the midst of their unprecedented crusade through six Super Bowl titles. No, I grew up less than two hours from Foxborough, Massachusetts, for those of you who even know where that is, word to my peeps back home, and remained a faithful fan even in the midst of an enormous 1-15 1-15 campaign in 1992 that at least resulted in bringing Drew Bledsoe to town. Don't remember who Bledsoe was? That's because you're not, you aren't a real Patriots fan. Bledsoe was the number one overall pick in the 1993 draft, who was the shining knight for a moribund franchise desperately in need of an influx of talent. Bledsoe led the Patriots to a legitimate resurgence in the late 90s, even getting them to the Super Bowl in 1997 where they were unceremoniously trashed by Brett Favre and the Green Bay Packers. Yes, Bledsoe had quite the career for the Patriots right up until the second game of the 2001 season when he suffered a sheared blood vessel in his chest, an injury that left him sidelined for several weeks, only to be replaced by a sixth-round draft pick. And just who was that relatively anonymous late-round flyer? None other than Thomas Edward Patrick Brady Jr., the greatest player to ever don an NFL jersey. Now, if that last sentence stings a little bit, don't worry. You're not alone. When I posted earlier this week about how this past Sunday's Super Bowl victory, Brady's seventh, cemented his legacy as the GOAT, greatest of all time for those unfamiliar with the acronym, the response was overwhelming and vitriolic. <coughs> to be honest, I really didn't think my point was all that controversial. I figured Brady's status as the unquestioned best quarterback in the sports history really wouldn't have many detractors. Boy, was I wrong. In fairness, I get why people hate him. For starters, just his perpetual success is enough justification for wishing the 43-year-old would finally just retire already. As a Patriots fan, even I had to apologize to friends who were just plain sick and tired of seeing the Patriots in the Super Bowl when they played the Rams for their sixth appearance in the big game in a span of just over 15 years. As a diehard Red Sox fan for my entire life, I hated watching the Yankees win World Series after World Series during the 1970s and 1990s. After a while, you wish that somebody else, anybody really, would end up vying for the championship. So I get why Brady's seemingly endless run of 10 Super Bowl appearances might just make some people nauseous. But if that wasn't enough reason for despising the handsome guy with tons of money and a smoking-hot supermodel wife who actually used to make more money than he did, there is also the simple fact that Brady's kind of a dick. A longtime Trump supporter, it has been well-publicized that Brady, who has so much money that even God comes to him for low-interest loans, received PPE funds. Yeah, he didn't return them. And of course, there's the whole deflate gate. Brady is a cheater fiasco. Yeah, if he hadn't played for my favorite team, I would hate him too. But just because you hate him doesn't mean you can deny his greatness. Love him or hate him, and heaven knows there have been few athletes in the modern era more polarizing than Tom Brady, he is without question the greatest player in NFL history. And to be honest, there really isn't much of a debate. Brady has now won seven Super Bowls and been to ten. He's only been in the league for 20 years for crying out loud. That means that half of the years he has played, he has made it to the championship as 30 other teams, all with their own NFL talent and legendary players, sat at home and watched. In fact, while Brady has hoisted the Lombardi Trophy an epic seven times, no other franchise has won more than six. Let that sink in for a moment. For years, people debated whether the credit for the Patriots' dominance belonged to Brady or coach Bill Belichick. But last year, after a disappointing 2019 campaign that saw the Patriots get bounced in the first round of the playoffs, a fate that most of the other teams in the NFL would envy, including the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Brady finally decided to move on and forge his own path independent of Belichick. The result? Brady just took a 7-9 team that hadn't won a playoff game in nearly two decades to yet another Super Bowl victory. And the 12-4 Patriots team Brady left behind? They managed to win just seven games and missed the playoffs for the first time since 2008, when Tom missed the entire year due to injury. In fact, Brady has only missed the playoffs once in his entire illustrious career. Some will point to the talent around him, But in the era of salary cap football, where rosters change dramatically from year to year and the best players tend to move on to more lucrative pastures, Brady has been the one constant of winning in the NFL. Yes, he threw to Randy Moss and Wes Welker during their unbeaten regular season in 2007, but he also won a Super Bowl in a year where Troy Brown was his leading receiver. Don't remember Troy Brown? (laughs) Yeah, that might be because he came into the league as a quarterback, not a receiver. Yeah, Brady's that kind of special. I could go on and on here, but I'll let the sports writers and prognosticators do that for me. The reality is that greatness, in a form as pure and unequivocal as it is for Brady, is rare and deserves to be recognized and appreciated. Sure, I understand that you just don't like him. But when it comes to debating who the greatest player of all time really is, Brady just shoved his seventh championship right down your throat. All right, folks, disagree with me all you want. Send me all the criticism you want. You know what the address is. You know where you can find truth in a thousand words each and every week. Uh, Go to www.waitingfortoday.com to read it uh, and go to Podbean. Go to Apple Podcasts. Go to Google Podcasts. Gosh, go to anywhere you get podcasts uh, and listen to this version of it. Heaven knows that's what my dad does because he's lazy and doesn't like to actually read anything. So if you're like, uh, if you're like Greg Craig, go right ahead and, uh, and download the podcast one way or another. Uh, have a great week, and we'll see you back here next week, each and every Thursday, for Truth in a Thousand Words or Less. Thanks, Al. Peace.